You are listening to the Mr. and Mrs. Podcast with your hosts, Mr. Max and Mrs. Lacey. Well, hello, Mrs. Lacey. Hey, Mr. Max. We got some new equipment. We got some new equipment. How awesome is that? Yeah, your mom is pretty sweet. I was like, yeah, by virtue of my mother for my birthday, she gave me a new microphone. That's very nice of her. She is awesome. I love that lady. Yeah. Good thing I have a her. Yes. Good thing you got her. Yeah. She's a nice lady. Uh Uh-huh. Shout out to my mama. (laughs) Yes. You get to listen to this new episode with a brand new microphone. Yes. Yes. So. So. How's... It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been an extended run, I guess. (laughs) It would be a proper way of saying it. Yeah. We were supposed to release an episode officially last week, but... Kind of got caught up in birthday shenanigans. Shenanigans is the right word for it. Mm-hmm. Huh. So what did we do for our birthdays? For my birthday, we went <laughs> to Mississippi. How do you spell Mississippi? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. <laughs> syncopation. It's all about syncopation, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. And we went to uh, Biloxi or Gulfport. Gulfport. Long Beach, specifically. Yeah. Um, and hung out in the Gulf for a bit, so... Yeah, they have different beaches down there. They're beaches that we've only seen like on our way to somewhere else, like Florida or something. Or Alabama. And so it was, I've always wanted to just kind of hang out there because we've never really had a chance to. It was kind of an impromptu thing though, too. Yeah. Like we just did. I love beaches. Like. Yeah, you do. You love beaches. And so I wanted to. Peruse. See a different kind. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was pretty cool. And on our way back, we did something pretty awesome. Yeah. Cause uh, so, if you guys don't know, uh, Mrs. Lacey's birthday is on is in September, mm-hmm. and mine is five days after hers. So, right. I'm not gonna go into specifics when, cause I don't want you guys to find us and murder us and <laughs> such. Such. <laughs> um, but yeah. So what happened is, uh, on our way home, we had to drive through Louisiana, um, New Orleans to be specific, and uh, you did something awesome. So what did you do? I surprised you by purchasing tickets to the Raiders and Saints game that was happening in New Orleans. Which was a season opener over at the, uh, the uh, what's it called? The Superdome. The Superdome. I was going to say Astrodome. Like, why am I saying Astrodome? <laughs> Last time Astrodome was like used was like in 2004 or something <laughs> like that. Jesus. Yeah, we were on our way out. It wasn't a huge planned thing. It was um, yeah. on our way out. You had mentioned that the it was kind of funny that the Raiders were playing the Saints this weekend. And so you were trying to decide which hat you wanted to take on our trip with us. And then while you were taking the last leg of the driving, I just kind of got on my phone and and surprisingly found some relatively priced tickets on the 14th row um, in the end zone, in the visitor's end zone. So we yeah. ended up in the in the Raiders black hole um, if with really familiar, great seats. Yeah. and yeah. 14th row, pretty much. Yeah, so. it was awesome. It's pretty damn sweet. And they won. The Raiders yeah. won. Yes. Didn't win this week, though. Sadly. On the epic uh, two-point conversion that happened in our end zone. <laughs> yeah. So it pretty was damn, pretty epic. Pretty damn sweet, I'd say. Awesome yeah. birthday present. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cool. And so. then it has been a little while. We watched uh, Stranger Things, which oh, yeah. everyone's been talking about. Yeah, did a big old mash, uh, like mad dash. I was going to say mash dash. That doesn't make any sense. Uh, mad <laughs> dash to uh, watch that. I mean, we kind of just binged it. Yeah. 13 episodes, so it's not too long. And the episodes are like 45 minutes each, so, you know. Yeah, you so we watched them over Labor Day weekend, I think. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, 
it was awesome it was pretty damn sweet everything everyone's saying about caught it. up it's uh if you like sci-fi um i don't say necessarily horror i'd say mostly sci-fi i'd be running more towards sci-fi suspense type of uh government thing yeah Sp- stephen kingish you know if you've seen the mist you kind of know what we're talking about et it's been influenced by a lot of things yeah i really like the idea what i found most intriguing about it was it's a new kind of horror villain in the in the kind of like the movie is obviously has an 80s theme to it right definitely but if you look at the villain horror villains from the 80s they're not necessarily that scary right it's like chucky and mm-hmm. yeah freddy cougar freddy cougar i mean the traditional those guys aren't super scary right mm-hmm. so it had that 80s feel but it had the modern day villain like that slender man shape and like the cloverfield alien yes yeah, the super creepy villain of no today face. in kind of the cool vintage setting so it was really cool i liked it yeah it was pretty damn cool and for a tv show not a movie you know so yeah. it's it's to be able too. to sustain a story for a horror st- i mean most horror movies can't hold a whole story for an hour and a half right yeah and they were able to sustain one for 13 episodes so yeah. it, it, i was impressed yeah it was it was really good done very well um it's on netflix so if you haven't if you are one of the dozen people out in the world that it doesn't have a netflix membership i'd suggest to get one at least just to watch this for a while you right. know because it that netflix comes out with really good shows honestly right yeah so check it out it's really good and the Worth last thing was mars attacks I saw Mars Attacks. Finally. Yeah. Saw, yeah. I mean, like 20 years later. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a brand new movie. It's a brand new. We saw it in a 35 millimeter um, at Alamo <laughs> Draft House because that's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, yeah. We watch nothing but movies at Alamo Draft House. For free. Usually. Yeah. Free. Or $5 f- food and movie vouchers. <laughs> right. they, they feed us and we pay for it. <laughs> um, but yeah. So, I mean, we saw that. What'd you think about it? Uh, I mean. It's kitschy. It's kitschy. It's, it's Tim Burton, it's definitely. It's Tim Burton. Um, Not at his finest, I've obviously. seen better Tim Burton. Like what? What do you uh, compare? Okay, so honestly, I love Mars Attacks, you know, in, in a genuine sense. Um, I don't think it's iconic Tim Burton, like, you know, Nightmare Before Christmas and uh, Beetlejuice and everything like that, but, right. but it definitely feels like a Tim Burton film. Yeah, it does. It's weird. I couldn't believe how many real stars there were in it. Yeah. Like, it seemed like there were almost too many people that wanted to be in the movie, so they created a bunch of random parts <laughs> for a lot of random deaths well, that didn't well, matter. <laughs> freaking Jack Nicholson plays two characters in it. Right. You know, that's that the funny part. weird. Yeah. He plays the Western uh, Las Vegas guy, and, right. then, and then he plays the president, which is pretty funny. Yeah. That seemed like an odd choice yeah. to me. A lot of, lot of uh, A-list celebrities in it. At least at their time. Like, Pierce Brosnan's in it. And that was in his heyday when he was doing GoldenEye and all the Bond films right. and everything, you know? And uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah. When she was Jack born. Black was like a little baby in it. He was like skinny. Skinny yeah. Jack Black. and uh, Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was fun. It, I, I don't know. You don't know? Would you, would you see it again? I don't think so. Really? So? It was... It, out of Out of five stars, what would you give it? Um, two and a half. Right in the middle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it seemed a little weird. It like they were. It was too to me too many things going on, and um, 
The graphics were obviously terrible. They were of their time, I guess, but <laughs> yeah. they were pretty terrible. But what about the the fact, I mean, I didn't know this at the time, but it's based off a freaking trading card game. Right. That was an interesting story. That's what you get for going to Alamo. Is um, You get a history lesson along with it. get a history it. lesson along with it. Yeah, you want to explain that? Yeah, so I guess back in the 50s, there was a, a Topps trading card company, which is a really famous trading card company. Uh, they made special cards for trading, which uh, had to depict the... Uh, they were called Mars Attacks cards. That's what, what they were. And about Martians uh, attacking America, or in the world, pretty much. And these were really graphic, pretty much showing people on fire with decapitated heads and everything, blood everywhere. And they were so graphic that they actually had to re-release them. When they re-released them, they had to make them censored. You know, they yeah. had to, like, censor them down, make them less provocative because there were scenes where like the aliens were grabbing women who were negligees and then they go and they edit it such so they made the women men and so why are the aliens grabbing men it doesn't make any fucking sense i mean honestly but right but and that they were like uh zapping people and those people were on fire (laughs) and so they just turned them into like rays like so it didn't have flames on the people yeah they're like on fire running around like it's like no you know it's just and then it's all drawings. It's not photos or anything like that. And it's just, it's really funny that they, they were so graphic for its time that they had to go and censor it. It's right. just, it's, it's just, a, it's really funny to think about when you, when you really, like in today's sense of entertainment. Yeah. It's like, I can imagine if, it, even if they re-released them now, they wouldn't make them that graphic like they were back then. Right. Yeah. You know? But I think it's because of the allure of kids. I think kids started liking them and they're like, oh, well, we got to fix this, you know? And they right. initially, when adult, it was meant for adults. Right. What other Tim Burton movies? I mean, we didn't watch. I mean, we didn't watch anymore. I right. mean, but the the uh, pretty much. Uh, I think we mentioned last time we were going to watch this movie. Right, but I'm saying, what are your favorite Tim Burton oh. movies, and where does this one rank? Well, I mean, it's. I think it's right under the middle. Um, my top Tim Burton film is Nightmare Before Christmas, hands down. It's just it's one of those movies I could watch all the time, any time, fifty times a day if I wanted to. Right. Uh, close second would be Pee Wee's Big Adventure, um, and Beetlejuice. Um, and then it would be, um, Sweeney Todd is a really good one. I like that one a lot. The music's a little weird in it, but the art and everything is really Tim Burtonish. Uh-huh. Edward Scissorhands. Uh, Edward. It's a good one. Um, fish? It's on that's on the bottom part. I mean it's yeah. good it's good and everything, but it's good and it's around the same element of where Alice in Wonderland is as well. Like yeah. Alice in Wonderland's like right in the middle too, you know. And he did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He did the new one, yeah. I like that one a lot. That's on the higher part. Really? You know, as you're talking it might be sacrilegious, but I'm thinking I'd maybe I just don't like Tim Burton that much. Except for Nightmare Before Christmas? I mean, I really like Nightmare Before Christmas. But you don't like Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Uh, I, I like, I really, really love Nightmare Before Christmas. You like Beetlejuice? I like Beetlejuice. But every other movie that we're talking about, I'm like, man, I'd be Acquired okay taste. if I never saw that again. Mm. That is a little sacrilegious. Sweeney Todd. Oh, uh, uh, Corpse Bride is up there. I don't like Corpse Bride. You know? No, not very much. Why? Uh, it's not as good as Nightmare Before Christmas, but it reminds you of Nightmare Before Christmas. It's like in the same realm. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Well, if you're listening to our voices, you're listening to the Mr. and Mrs. Podcast. Obviously, you already know that because you probably already went through a intro and everything with our music. So, it's apparent. <laughs> but might as well. I'm Mr. Max. I'm Mrs. Lacey. And we're another weekend. Yes. Yes. This is, I think, episode... I really don't know. What episode are we on? 
I'm not sure. Uh, we are on episode 28. This is episode 29. 29. We're right before the 30-30. The 30-30. The 30-30. Awesome. You're up. It's in my week this week, huh? Right. So, I did do the learning quarter last week, right? Yeah, last week uh, you did, yeah, you pretty much did the alt-right movement last week. And then the learning corner was, I know I did talk, talk about Colin Kaepernick, and you did something about dog whistle politics. And I think yours is actually kind of on the same veil, not really politics-wise, but it having to do with something else like that. I just, yeah. mm-hmm. it's something aggravated. But your topic is really interesting. Mine is just silliness, geekiness, pretty okay. much. So mm-hmm. decided not to keep keep it too serious. But I, there's, a, there's this recent fascination and I've been responsible for doing it as well uh, on YouTube. Um, and this this uh, this this channel I follow I follow religiously because I love the guy who hosts is, who hosts it. Um, but the name of the channel is Unbox Therapy. I don't know if you've ever heard heard it. You've seen several of their videos because they have I I force them upon you. Yes, you do force them upon <laughs> me. I have no choice. I say, Max, I don't want to watch this, and you say you don't want to watch any. The only YouTube videos you want to watch are epic rap battles. I don't find the point of YouTube videos endlessly. It's so weird. Matt, Mr. Max will sit on YouTube hours. for hours. Hours. In the like depths of nothing. I'll walk in. I will be watching. And I'm like, what are you watching? And you're like, I have no idea. Yeah. I cannot do that. I like get on YouTube. I will watch the one. I u- I'll use it for politics. Like when I'm at work and someone is having a press conference or whatever. I'll and. I'll use YouTube to listen to in the background while I'm working. Podcasts. I use YouTube for music videos. Definitely. And epic rap battles. I'm not watching YouTube anything else. The only thing you you watch religiously, though, is epic rap battles. That is the only thing that, like, hands down, you will just... When it's out on YouTube, I'm going to find it. Yes. That is it. Yep. That is it. But anyway... That is it. Because there's so much crap on there, there and you can't there is so much crap it doesn't on give you an option to effectively filter to what you want to see every you click on something and you're watching it and you're like okay that's fine and then 50 other videos come up that have nothing to that's do you know with it's it. like three in the morning and, and there's no effective way to filter it out so i just i just i just go on there i take what <laughs> i want and then i leave you go in and you leave but it's you just, force these videos upon me. i do force those videos upon you well, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know. I just, exactly what that, that channel I'm talking about is Unbox Therapy. It's, he, okay. So let me just go a little bit into it and just uh, talk a little bit about Unbox Therapy. So it's, it's a, really the only unboxing I really watch. Um, Just because the, uh, <laughs> it's just one of those things. I, I, it's like a guilty pleasure, I think. It's one of those things I, I don't get to open things every day. I don't get to, you know, look at new cool technology. And so this guy, he is the channel or the host of it. His name's Lou, L-E-W. He's from Canada, which is hilarious because we all know how those uh, Canadians talk and everything. They're just having to like, say things just slightly weird. Um, but he he just has such a great personality whenever he opens things. He, he's very honest. His reactions are very honest when he opens stuff. And, and when he first started, I, I like... I even watch stuff about his history. Like, there's YouTube videos out there about the history of this guy who makes videos. Not his official videos. Like, somebody else made a like biographical. fan videos. That made about For him. a guy that opens boxes on Box. YouTube. Now, when I talk about boxes, I'm talking about, like, new technology. 
Um, even weird shit. Like he'll do like the world's smallest smartphone. Some company will send it over to him or he'll buy it on Amazon like for 50 bucks and he'll open it up and he'll open this tiniest little freaking smartphone. I mean, it's as small as like two inches small pretty much, you know? And he'll start using it. He'll test it out in front of you. And he's like, it's really cool for what it is. He'll tell you if it's worth the deal, if it's worth your time, or if it's just a piece of shit. And he does um this really cool type of video, which is it it it's uh it does it suck. That's really what it is. It's it, it, it tell he buys these really shitty knockoffs that are from Japan and everything that you find on Amazon all the time. And he and he tests it out and says, you know, does it suck? Is it one of these things that you should waste your money on? And some of them he's really impressed with. Like he'll he will go and say, You should buy this. This is really good. He bought the um Amazon basic headphones. And he said, you know what? For the $12 that you're spending on them, they're really good for what they are. You know, it's like you get a really good depth of range and everything. So I see these as tools. I mean, these headphones I'm using right now, he used. And the reason why I got them is because I went off him and he says, these are really good. I take these around everywhere. I, you know, I recommend you to use them. And so I did research on them additional on top of what he did. And I saw that they are really good headphones. You know, so if that's the case, I'm going to give it a chance and try it out because I've always wanted some Bluetooth headphones. So I decided to do it. Right. And then you're kind of I mean, this is a guy that you follow, but this is definitely a broad, a broader culture that is strange to me, mm-hmm. but definitely not strange to a lot of people. This well, idea not. of watching other people open Christmas open presents. things. Yeah. Like I know uh, I was talking to a uh, guy, someone, and he was saying that his kid's favorite thing, he has like a four year old mm-hmm. and his kid's absolute favorite thing is to get on YouTube and watch other kids opening their toys. Yeah. And little kids, little open kids their, opening, opening their toys. toys. And, and that's a phenomenon I'm not part of, but right, it's the obviously. same, it's same, it's the same exact it's thing. It's the same thing. And like you're, I know I have a friend who is kind of a makeup fiend. Oh and yeah. A lot a lot of years ago before kind of YouTube was, I think as big as it is now, po- she would pre Gungams, the Gundam, Gundam style, <laughs> right? right? She then, would watch videos of what, she, and, and she would do like what they call makeup hauls where they, people like go to the store and get all their makeup and then they come home and videotape them pull, buying their makeup, showing their makeup, sh- opening their bag and showing what they got. And I know that your mom, she loves crafting. Craft rooms. And so she watch she watches people's videos showing how to, like, their craft room and how their craft room is set up. Now, if you want to know what a craft room is, it's like the the uh, bat cave full of <laughs> kitschy, crafty stuff. Like, this is your, your cricket stuff, your construction paper, your your sewing, your, your quilts, your everything. Anything right. that you consider a craft, it's crammed into these rooms with stuff plastered everywhere like i mean they're as taller than than they are they're like libraries right if you look at the library from beauty and the beast chances are it's going to look exactly like that craft room it's uh. right and that's the same thing like i have a i have one little makeup bag that i use like two or three things out of right yeah Lindsay will or at least when we used to hang out a lot she would watch these videos where people would show what their makeup setup was like and they would have you know four or five vanities lined up with all of these shelves and drawers and with all and different sorts of and makeup mirrors and lighting and, and curlers and and I guess that's the point. I love her videos too. They're her yeah, videos makeup are, are, make, Lindsay, yeah. yeah, Lindsay makes great makeup tutorial videos. Yeah. 
Um, and I think the point is, is that you find someone that has, that gets you right. That yeah. gets your same interest maybe. And so that's where the connection comes from. It's a, it's a, just another network. That's all it is. Yeah. It's a new, so it's another social network. Um, and it, it's, it's a fandom in its own right. That's exactly what it is. It's a, it's a specific type of fandom that is out there for people to attach to yeah. and, you know, relate themselves to. And that, and there, when it comes to anything having to do with fans or anything like that, there's no bad thing when it comes to that. You know, it's, it's always a good, it's always a good thing. Oh yeah, you know? totally. If you can, sorry, I keep bumping this cord. Yeah, should we should, we, tie we'll, it up. we'll tie it up. Yeah. If you, if it gives you an opportunity, like your mom, like she, she doesn't, necessarily hang out with anyone that's crafty so Mm -hmm. when she talks about the cricket that she's going to get or the specific type of paper like we all kind of look at her with these blank stares because it's not our thing because it's not our thing but the fact that she can connect without having to go you know Mm -hmm. find random craigslist groups or something creepy like that the fact that she can connect with these people i think it's i think it's cool and people respond to her yeah. like on her stuff and like Lindsay, she has a fan base right i mean i don't think she does it anymore i don't think she's done it for a while now no i don't know um but yeah she's a she, yeah but i mean if you have a chance i mean if you have any interest in this unboxing you could do your own it's really simple you just have to have a just a minor setup of a camera and just do i mean i've done i've done a couple of them i used to unbox my um my loot crates you know and just did that and they want you to do that because it's it's the, the thing is this is a, a this is marketing at its finest mm-hmm. when it comes to you know um your friend do makeup tutorials um when these unboxing videos me doing loot crate videos anybody do unwrapping presents or anything like that that is all marketing and it's viral marketing at its finest it's just people trying to hawk other stuff to use it and get somebody's input about it and um I think it's it, it's really cool. It's it's a it's a definitely a time waster. It definitely is. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but it's one of those things where you can seriously time travel during it. Like you get started, it's like you know ten o'clock at night. You're like I'm just gonna watch a few videos. Next thing you know, it's two o'clock in the morning, and you're like, Why am I tired? It's because <laughs> you've been spending like five hours in front of the fucking computer. And I think that's why it doesn't necessarily appeal to me at all. Is because it's a waste of time. You, it's a waste of time, and uh, you. You have definitely the um, attention for it. <laughs> the ADD <laughs> mentality for it, you mean? Like, yeah, just the like the new thing every two minutes, the new, the uh, different thing, the new stimulus, minutes. the new something different every two yeah. minutes or so, and and that's just not a, who that, I am. That's not that's not your dig, right? I and just for example, I mean, this unbox therapy is 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 just one of the main things that I follow and I continually can continually watch. I mean, I've spent hours on hours watching him, um, but he posted a video a day ago about the iPhone Seven. He unbo- unboxed both iPhones, the iPhone Seven and the, and the Seven S. He already has one point five million views on it. That's a serious a lot amount um, amount of views. He gets paid by doing this now. Right. I mean, that's one of those things that these people who do these these unboxing videos made a career out of it. Right. These people that play video games for a living online get paid for it. Right. Every time you watch their video, they are getting paid for it, as long as they're not using copyrighted material. Right. And that's one of those coolest things about it, that you just turn something that is a hobby to somebody into a source of income for other people. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. I love the idea of... Like, it's a cool culture, you know? Right. It is a cool culture, and I personally love the idea of you know, I spend a lot of time looking at sort of 
like what's the gonna be the up and coming jobs you know when you're trying to figure out where's the market going to go who is going to be out of a job people that work in factories and coal mines and things like that and what is going to be the new jobs it's like nowhere in this spectrum (laughs) did anyone ever think well you can you know be a youtube personality yeah you can film yourself like opening opening boxes boxes and talking about it and you'll be a millionaire man yep you'd be a millionaire and and it's it's just a a cycle that's all it is nowadays it's like you know if somebody watches you you give money to youtube for ad revenue and thus they pay bump up your video and the higher percentage you get i mean let's see if you look at some three days ago it gets about two million views iphone 7 is already 1.5 1.6 for another iphone 7 he posted something nine hours ago he already has half a million views so he gets a million views guaranteed 24 hours right that's a lot of views. That's, That's a, a million people watching that. I don't even think we could get a million people that even like listen to my voice right now. <laughs> Sadly. Sadly. But yeah, so I don't know. Just you'd unta- unboxing videos. It's a cool culture. It's like just like going to Comic Con. It's, you know, I mean, they have com- conventions based on this. YouTube has their own convention that they, uh, you know, get all their YouTube personalities together. It's just, but unboxing videos specifically, it's just pretty damn cool. Cool. I wish I could get paid doing that. I know you do, honey. I like opening stuff. I know I you really do. I really like opening stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I really like opening stuff. <laughs> but anyway, that's for me right now, so. You gotta get that chair fixed. I mean, we just need a new chair. So this chair squeaky. sucks. Yeah, lean with it. Rock with it. Maybe just stick your ass somewhere and don't move. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I need to be comfortable. This chair is not comfortable in the slightest. You know this. I know man. this. I'm sitting in a chair that they is, that, that, that they wrote basura on because they wanted this cleaning lady to take it and throw it in the trash. And you know where that ended up? In our house. In my car. That's like 90% of our furniture. <laughs> it was destined to the garbage. I think and you're being a little gracious. It's like 99% of our furniture. Including this desk that the TV is on. This desk is awesome. I got it for free. Yes. And this desk that my stand is on. We bought that one, right? The other desk. We bought that one. Yeah. And we got this one from my aunt. Yeah, because she got it on Craigslist because they were throwing it out. God. It's the story (laughs) of my life, people. Only thing I knew that we have are our TVs and my PS4 and the car car that we bought. (laughs) That's the only thing new we got. And this cup. This knockoff Yeti cup that I got from Walmart <laughs> for ten dollars. <laughs> totally worth that. Uh, by the way, buy don't buy a Yeti cup. <laughs> Yeti cups are fifty bucks. The thirty-two ounce tumbler. Go to Walmart, get the Ozarka Trail one. It's ten bucks, and they're okay. great. And it keeps your ice so cold. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. On that note, and it doesn't cold your hand up. It doesn't like previous- or condensate because I mean we live in we live in the. The butthole of the South, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, humid night, every day of the week. Yeah, styrofoam condensates here. Styrofoam. Fucking styrofoam condensates. Yeah. But no, not, not this a, cup. Not that It's cup. cold. It's cool. Uh-huh. To the touch. Yeah. And when I, um, speaking of YouTube videos, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's Inside is another YouTube video. They're, I think they're a family out of Utah. I'm not sure, but um, they look very Mormon. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> So if you're listening, I do apologize if I'm judging you, but you guys look very nuclear. Um, they did a they what they do is they just cut stuff in half, 
And they cut one of these in half. And I was very surprised to find what was inside. I thought, you know, maybe styrofoam, some type of gel, Mm -hmm. some type of space age polymer. beads or something. Yeah, some alien blood. You know, something weird that just keeps this shit cold. No, it's another layer of metal. Just vacuum sealed in the middle. Mm -hmm. There's air that's keeping this insulated. It's air. That's the secret ingredient. It's air. And you cut, if you puncture it, it hisses at you. So, that was a good sound right there. That was like, <laughs> perfect. That's exactly the sound it made. Good. Anyway, so that's, that's it. That's it. And so that goes on to you. Wait, well, before we get to my topic, I feel like we would have people screaming at whatever listening device they're listening on if we failed to mention that, of course, Timber in is responsible for Batman. Oh, yes. Right? Yes, Batman and Batman Returns. But neither of those are my favorite Batman anyway. You like the you like the Joel Schumacher Batman. I wish you wouldn't have said that out loud. <laughs> I'm outing you right now. <laughs> because between all your dorky friends, you can't say what you really like, right? You have to say, like, you either have to say what they like or you have to veil what you like. And I have learned that you can't say out loud that mm-hmm. I really like Batman, the Batmans that I you like. like Batman they and Robin in, and Batman they are, Forever. They are invalid. No, so, uh, whatever. Chill, Lacey. Chill. <laughs> chill. They're my Batmans. I like them. Yeah. I like Kitchy. I I think I. Worst line: Holy rusted metal Batman. When they're doing on the island with the Riddler, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Holy rusted." Robin says, "Holy rusted metal Batman," and then Val Kilmer goes out and says, "What?" Because there's metal and it has holes in it. <laughs> and I'm just like, why? I grew up with them, so that's probably... Uma Thurman as a Poison Ivy is pretty damn awesome. though. Yeah. And, you know, okay. I love I Arnold like, as Mr. Freeze. I like Two-Face. Tommy Lee Jones' as Two-Face is yeah. awesome. Yes. And Jim Carrey is ridiculous. And fantastic. Yes. So I, I, I like him too. And the... Yes, I like them. The Batmans, the earlier Batmans were a little too early for me. In the 80s, early 90s, yeah. And the the other ones, they were the ones I saw in the theater. They were the ones I was excited to see. They were the ones that I had on VHS that I watched over and over and over again. Yeah. They were the ones that I loved. And they're, they're good. It's just my jam. Seriously, they are good. They're good movies. Good. I no, they're not good movies. No, no. But the, they're my movie. They're, they're my favorite. They're, they're good. They're, they're better than the new ba- the new uh, Superman movies. <laughs> uh, they're more entertaining. Anyway. It was better than Batman versus Superman. I'll just say I that. will say a movie that I forgot about from Tim Burton that I do really like is James and the Giant Peach. Oh, man, the fucking spider. I like James and the Giant Peach. I know you do. That fucking spider. Even though she had like wears a beret and everything, I, she still fucking creeps me out. You're so weirded out by spiders. I hate movies. spiders. I, I always want to watch I do, arachnophobia. I do a thousand percent of the killing the spiders in the house, and I have a more of a phobia <laughs> than them than you. <laughs> Just letting you know that now. Okay, so now that we have, um, I think, effectively tackled and untackled the timber and subject. Let's talk about my 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 subject. So, what you got for this this week? I want to talk about gaslighting. Is that... Uh, are you talking about like physically gaslighting? Like you're lighting gas on fire? Yeah. 
Like it's pretty much that's what it is, right? You're that's f- it. It's, you're just flaming shit up. Is that what you're doing? That's all I got. Uh, that's all we got. Okay, game over, guys. It's been a not terrible week here at uh, Mr. <laughs> and Mrs. Podcast. It's been real, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, gaslighting. What gaslighting is, that? is a term that I heard about originally, probably about two years ago. Kind of did some research on it. How, happy, how you, I, happy uh, I could put a name to to it. And oh, because so you knew about the, what it was, but you didn't know the term for it, right? Okay. Because it's a. I would say it's a something that women deal with. I think it's something that most women deal with, and um, so I learned about it. Yeah, you know, probably about two years ago. Okay. Happy that I could put a name to it. And then um, more recently, I think Eve, I don't know if she listens to us, but she just recently shared an article on it. And I thought, oh, that might be a good podcast subject in case p- some people don't know. So it, I, I'm a little puzzled on what gaslighting is. I mean, I know the terminology of what gaslighting is, is just pretty much lighting something aflame. I mean, right. essentially. Um, so the term gaslighting, it actually comes from a movie um, from the 1940s. Okay. And... In our sense, in common day sense right now, it basically means um, making someone feel like they're crazy. Like uh, when someone comes at you with a concern of theirs, instead of addressing that concern, you write them off as being too emotional or crazy. Oh. So pretty much what every guy does to a woman pretty much my wife she's crazy right because yeah, you know see. she doesn't like me hanging out until three o'clock in the morning not knowing where i am yeah she doesn't yeah what a crazy lady she is crazy. does she not realize i need my space <laughs> does she realize so it's um that 1940s movie i'm talking about it's uh how it got the term gaslighting is there's a husband who wants to basically inherit his wife's money or something. And so if he can get her uh, put into an insane asylum, he'll get her money. And so what he starts doing is doing things to make her crazy. Like he removes a picture from the wall and then she asks where the picture went. And he's like, what picture? And it's there on the wall. And it's gone. Like he's, he's acting like there's never been a picture there. Oh Lord. Or when she walks into a room where it came from is he didn't, he would dim the gas lights and she would ask him, why are the lights dimmed? And he's like, the lights are the same as ever. Oh Jesus. And so once you, and then he starts saying, are you feeling okay? Like you're saying all of these weird things. And then when you do that, you, the person starts questioning themselves, like doubting self-doubt. Am I okay? And that's the key to gaslighting is making the person change who they are because you are trying to convince them that they're crazy and eventually they will convince themselves that they're crazy. Wow. So like a self-committal in a way. I mean, you're just start, they start doubting themselves so they start questioning everything. Exactly. That's a f- dick move. I was like, that's a fucked up move. I was like, that's totally a dick move. That's not a fucked up move. That's a dick move. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because the women have kind of this long history with being labeled as crazy. Yeah. Right? The crazy woman, the crazy bitch. Crazy ex-girlfriend. Crazy ex-girlfriend. It's got a long 
no, I've been, I've been responsible for using that. Right. I mean, everybody. Has. Yeah. It's something ingrained in our culture that women have, women are more closely tied with that description as crazy than men are, right? Mm-hmm. And it's because women, I believe socially, women are keen on showing emotions and being more emotionally available while men are supposed to be more straightforward and practical or whatever. Okay. So we kind of identify women more with crazy, but it, it, I don't believe it has much to do with the actual genetics of it or actual cases of it. I, the seriousness, seriousness of it being them being really crazy. You're talking about, right? no, I don't. I, I, right. I believe that it's because like, if we go back, okay. When, okay. If we're looking at it, if you think of the term hysteria, right? Mass hysteria. Mass hysteria. I would say that that is a term that is mostly used to describe women. Hysterical. Hysterical. Yes. yes. Right. Did you know that the term, it is used to describe men sometimes, right? Yeah. Like the Salem witch trials. No one ever said that everyone says that it was a mass hysteria, but no one said women were the only one responsible, right? Hysteria is the Greek word for uterus. <laughs> is it really? Yes. That's fucked up. Because when in early times, people believed that women were crazy or could get crazy mm-hmm. and their uterus was responsible. Menzies. Right. That's exactly what it is. Well, you know, the term lunacy it has to do with moons, uh, the, the moon cycle. Lunacy, like a loon, lunatic, like crazy. lunatic, yeah. lunatic. It has to do with someone becoming crazy based on the cycle of the moon. And if you play off cycle, what does that say to you? Yeah. So the, two of the words that we use to describe people going crazy are directly related to a woman's anatomy. That's interesting. Right. It's an interesting thought. I mean, because obviously lunacy, I mean, my take on lunacy, I'm just, I'm not trying to doubt you on, in regards to what you're saying, but the, the lunacy also has to do with full, that, that thing of being full moon, you know, the full moon making people crazy. And while it is cyclical, just like a woman's cycle would be, or is contended to be, right. Um, that m- might be a little bit, they can go either way. On I that can one. see that. Yeah. But it is, I mean, it's kind of in the same ballpark. When men though. describe why women can't be in power, or it's not just men. When people say why women can't be in power, they automatically talk about what she's going to do when she's PMSing. <laughs> yeah. They don't say, you know, well, what if there's a full moon and the man decides that he's going crazy? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, so I was just like looking at that, that the origin of hysteric. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so Greek is hystera, which means womb. And then the, it also does hysterikos of the womb. Wait, what? Did I say it meant uterus? Yeah, it's the same thing. It, it, it close close enough. Uterus. <laughs> Sorry w- woman about that. Anat- it's a, you mean woman anatomy. <laughs> and we I get what you're talking about. It's just really weird. You you know that moment when you're uh, it just clicks or just like something you just your mind's just blown by just realizing something and it's just when you telling me that I'm just like did we really fucking do that right it's like did, in English it means uterus you're right it means uterus you're you're definitely right and like the Greek origin has to do with womb 
and then when from when it transferred to Latin to English, it went to uterus, and then right. uterus meant hysteric. And we have a proud oh, tradition of locking up women that are that we want to call crazy, right? <laughs> For thing, I mean, there was a handbill that I saw online. I wish I could find it. But it talked about like the multiple reasons that you're that this that these lists of women were locked into an insane asylum, and it was not not wanting to please their husband, talking back, um, failure to uh, maintain the house properly. I mean, well, you know, uh, you know, a tidy house. <laughs> it's really really top priority so basically from for a long time we've basically said that anything that doesn't if a woman is doing anything that a man doesn't want her to do she must be crazy she has to be right she has to be if you don't sense the sarcasm in my voice (laughs) (laughs) and if you look back on um i was i actually got a lot of this information i listened to stuff mom never told you Ah, yes a podcast that i really liked highly feminist podcast it is a feminist podcast. Yeah. They talked about how um, if you look, uh, I guess Google has a feature where you can search documents um, that have been archived, right? Okay. Um, and you can search for like when a word started coming. Yes. That, that's actually what I'm in right now. I'm in the, uh, the cool thing is you can look at origins eventually of words. Right. And that's what that's where this comes to play when I'm, I just Googled hysteria. And obviously hysteria is a newer word. Um, mm-hmm. But hysteric, the root of the word, is where I found the, you know, the the origin of it. I mean, that's the, and that's baffling. I mean, I'm going to have to go look at other stuff and and find out if the lunatic is really what it is. Because, I mean, obviously. Right. And so know, what they were talking about was um, if you search the term crazy, like where the term crazy comes from or when it starts being used more in pop culture, mm-hmm. like uh, printed in newspapers and magazines and things like that, or specifically crazy woman, uh-huh. it base we we kind of got it in the nineteen sixties. And yeah, what happened in the nineteen sixties with women, women's liberation, feminism, lib- yeah. bra burning? It it's probably not a coincidence that. This term crazy woman or crazy, the the two words got tied together in a time when women were trying to gain power and find their own voice. Yeah, that makes sense. It's rather interesting. I think so. I think it's also interesting, the term crazy woman, for some reason in pop culture, is tied with us like being super sexy, right? Like, Out on the prowl. Like, yeah, like the, like the the Isla Fisher's character in Wedding Crashers, right? Like she's trying to jerk him off under the table or whatever because she's a crazy woman. And that's what guys want. And guys want the crazy or the like, crazy redhead. That's right, really what it is. They want the crazy one. She's the one you don't bring home to mom. Yeah. And even though she could be relatively sane, it's this association with want being super lusty. Or wanting sex mm-hmm. more than the average woman, that makes her crazy, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Trying to get the scope of her character. I mean, her character was not just crazy. Well, yeah, her in, character in, in, definitely was. But like, when you in general, yeah, when you're talking about like, oh man, she was crazy in the sack, or she's crazy, 
she is crazy in the in the best way possible. You know, right? It's the guy. It's the one when guys talk to their guy friends about like the girl that they're not going to marry. Yeah, yeah. You know, the crazy. Yeah, it has a weird connection to being sexy. Mm-hmm. Is all I'm saying. It does, and I mean, and and crazy has a double entendre way into it. Like, I mean, when it comes to like a, you have that version where she's like, oh, you don't take her her home to mom, but she's a good lay, or she's awesome to hang out with, or she's like. You know, I can't picture her being the the the, uh, the mother to my kids, but you know what? She's totally worth the time of being uh, spending around. But usually, that means that she wants to have sex. Yes. Yeah. I mean, rarely is it like I'm not going to bring her home to mama because why? Like, I can't think of any other thing other than she, she does it in the butt or something like that. You know, it's like yeah, like, she's yeah. like super adventurous sex wise. Yeah. But I mean, the, then crazy goes on the other way, like where uh, a man can devote like Carrie Underwood being crazy because she does that before before he cheats thing right where like sets fire to his fucking Ford F-150 right you know because that is fucking crazy right yeah there's definitely a reality to this craziness that some people can and right but there I mean certain people can definitely do crazy things everybody does crazy like I mean men who their wives try to leave them and they lock themselves in the house with a kid and a gun Mm-hmm. I mean, people do. Oh, I'm not saying it doesn't happen both ways. It doesn't happen with men and female, uh, male and females. I'm just saying is that if you're looking at pop culture, where you have this one movie that comes out and says, "Oh, she's fucking crazy because she does it all, does it all weird ways in the car and everything," and then you have the other one where this woman is is owning it and she says, "You know, you don't fucking cheat on me, or I'm gonna kill you and your fucking dog, or and set your truck on fire." You know, you have both of these that are pop culture references that come together in in pretty much explain the whole kit and caboodle of what's fucked up about this whole of being crazy or gaslighting essentially right you know yeah. it's just, it's like you have this whole thing where it comes down and i don't know it's it's just so fucked up it, it it's really fucked up because what it does and if i will get back i will get back to gaslighting is at its core it is invalidating women. Yeah. It is invalidating yeah. their feelings. It is invalidating their instincts. And humanity. It is invalidating, yes, everything about them because they are doing something, you are doing something that they want to address and you are calling them crazy. And believe me, as a woman, I can tell you that there is, for me, nothing there is hard. I can't think of anything worse to be called than crazy. And it is because there is such a rich history of women being crazy. Yeah. If you're married, don't ever say crazy. Don't ever say crazy and don't ever say calm down. Right. Obviously. <laughs> but uh, I mean, or if you're in a relationship, I, I don't even really, if, unless you want to see shit burn. Don't. <laughs> and I don't mean in the way that she, like she's going to, you know, set your shit on fire. It's just, it's that, you just chose the wrong word. So let's just say that. Right. And but I, the I, only reason that word has so much power is because it does have so much history. Yeah. Or and her, women. Or herstory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. That's funny. RuPaul Drag Race. Uh-huh. We've been, I've been watching a lot of it. Yes. Um, Please help me. And. Help me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Because I it, no queer. it has <laughs> been used so frequently, every woman tries so hard 
to not be that person, right? We yeah, don't want yeah, to yeah. be the crazy girlfriend. We don't want to be the one that's checking up on you. We don't want to be the one that you're rolling your eyes with with your friends at the bar. Like so her. we check almost all of our uh, emotions and instincts and everything so that we're not the crazy one. And the idea that we are modifying, trying to modify who we are to better suit this idea that all women are innately crazy and we just kind of hide it for some time instead of just saying women act a certain way or it's this woman acts a certain way because people are individuals and if you don't like it, don't be with them. You yeah, know? yeah, for sure. I mean, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would you, I don't know. It's just, I, the, the problem is, is obviously society first and foremost, right. but second is culture, like right. our, our pop culture. I mean, if pop culture, I mean, think of two and a half men, two and a half men has a character in there that is the crazy girl that right. loves Char- Charlie Sheen's its character. Right. Wants to like bet him and everything. And she's fucking crazy. Right. You know, you go look at that. He's just not that into you. Every fucking woman in that movie looks like they're fucking crazy. Because on but the men's, on the men's they, point of view of things. On the men's point of view. But that's the thing is that if you just look at them from an outside point of view, it's like, whoa, she's so crazy because she's calling him when he acted like he wanted her to call him. Yeah. I mean, obviously that movie, that movie, that movie is trying to flip that, that connotation. But the thing is, like Charlie Sheen's character, Charlie Sheen flirts with her all the time. So she thinks that he's into her. How fucking crazy is that? That she just doesn't, I don't know what she's supposed to do. I don't know. I don't watch that show. Like that. Yeah. I don't watch that show either. But But I know that 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 character exists. (laughs) And and if you have any character that has two or three guys in it, you're going to have a a female character that is that crazy ex-girlfriend. Right. Or crazy girl that's into you. Or something like that. That's just just trying too hard, right? You know, and it's 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 just societal. It's just fucked up. It is. It's really fucked up. So since I learned, I personally learned about the gaslighting a little while ago. I have been trying to not. I have been really trying to not temper what some might see as. Or some might be able to dismiss as crazy. Mm -hmm. If someone pisses me off at work, if they disrespect me, I have no problem calling them out. Now, that is not something I would have done because as a woman, especially as a woman in, in a corporate job, it is super easy to be labeled as the crazy one, right? Because I'm in an environment that is, I mean... Mm-hmm. My team is all men other than me. Yeah. Yeah. And so it is super easy to be labeled as the crazy one or the emotional one, which by when they say emotional, they mean crazy. But you know what? I don't care because you can think what you want, but you're not going to dismiss me based on my gender. And I'm smart enough to know when you're disrespecting me. Yeah. And so I, I deserve I mean, respect just, just it, as much just, as you You're do. just calling it how it is. That's all you're doing. Exactly. I mean, I, you know, and that, and that's another connotation that we can talk about, though, too. Because if, if you do that, you run the risk of being referred to as a bitch or a shrew or something like that. Right. Totally. Yeah. But would you rather be a bitch or, or jealous or crazy or jealous or crazy? I mean, yeah, jealous or crazy. Huh. Yeah. Beyonce said it best. Yeah. 
It all comes back to Beyonce. It always comes back to Beyonce. Mm. Speaking of which, we're going to see her later this week. We are. How awesome is that? We are going to see her later this week. <sighs> Man, that is disappointing. Really quickly on gaslighting, just a few things that might might click for you. If, if someone is gaslighting you, if oh. they are making you... Do people still do that, though? I mean, trying to make you fucking crazy? Like, you are... Like the oblivious gaslighting that that guy was doing, like, oh, I'm dimming the lights, so just no, not physically, not, not that, like not that. dramatically like that, right? Or not intentionally. But the thing is, is that men come up in a culture where they are taught from birth that, that their opinions and are more important than the women around them. Yeah. And so when a woman comes at them with her own opinion or her own concerns, it's natural for him to deflect and dismiss and dismiss. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes sense. Thank you for explaining that to me. So, examples include um, discrediting you by making other people think that you're crazy, irrational, or unstable. Uh, Using a mask of confidence or assertiveness to make you believe that you have it all wrong. Therefore, you eventually begin to doubt yourself and believe their version. Um, Saying things like, is this... Is this another crazy idea you got from your mom or another or your aunt or whatever? Um, minimizing it by trivia- trivializing how you feel. The gaslighter gains more and more power over you. For example, why are you being so sensitive? You don't need to get ang- so angry over a little thing like that. Um, why do you take things so seriously? So what if I'm fucking your sister? <laughs> uh, twisting and reframing making you feel like you are unstable and irrational to to be concerned with those types of things. Jesus. So obviously, I mean, we don't want to advocate. I'm all for the most rational, I believe. The, the less emotions and more rational that you can bring to the party, the more effective everything will be. However, if someone else is emotional you are not going to gain anything by making them feel like there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Because that's not what's, that that's just not what's going it's, on. It's dehumanizing that person. That's exactly what it exactly. is. It's just not right. And invalidating someone is... Wrong. It is one of the worst things. It's an abuse. That's really it is, what it, it is. It is abuse, yes. Yeah. Or neglect. I don't know what you want to say. I mean, if it's emotional, <coughs> it's pretty shitty, though. No, it is emotional abuse. For sure. Well, now that's time for the world famous learning corner. I'm going to make it quick. Quick. Quickie. 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 It's a quickie. It's a quickie. We talked too much about Tim Burton. We did. God damn him. It's Septemberton. <laughs> I can't say that right. <laughs> well, I just want to go over some... Uh, recent park changes in regards to the Disneyland Park. It's not really a learning corner, but it's an information corner. Okay. It's world-famous information corner. <laughs> mm. Anyway. <laughs> so I think I've talked about this before. I don't know if it was on this podcast or somewhere else. It may be a different podcast, but um, at the Disney California Adventure, they are shutting down one of my favorite rides. Are they? Yeah. They are changing it for good. They're going to change the Tower of Terror. 
Oh no! <laughs> thanks for thanks for having semi interest in that, Lacey. So starting in January, they're actually shutting down the current Tower of Terror, the uh, the um, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, right? And they're replacing it with the Marvel themed Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Okay. So it's gonna have all your fav- favorite characters from Guardians of the Galaxy, probably Groot, Star Lord. I don't. It's so weird when they put people in rides, right? Like actors and everything, because they that gets dated. Sub- Severely at that point when you put people in it, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to put like Rocket Raccoon and Groot and probably characters in it, not really mm-hmm. people in it. Because I remember Captain EO and Michael Jackson ain't with us anymore. So, <laughs> <laughs> but they're changing that, right? So they're going to change it to that. And it's it's themed after the uh, the collector's house or whatever he is. Remember all the boxes that he had full of shit? Antonio Bandidas. <laughs> not Antonio Bandidas. <laughs> I love that commercial. I know we said you like hollered it three times. We we're watching Sicario <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> Every time he enters the room, we're like Antonio Banderas. People probably are thinking what assholes we are because they don't know what commercial we're talking okay. about. So there's a Heineken ad with Benicio del Toro, and he's sitting there and he goes, he's sitting there drinking a beer, Heineken, obviously. Obviously. And then there's people outside the diner that he's at tapping on the glass, getting his attention, and he goes, you know, it happens all the time. They take a selfie and they shout Antonio Banderas and he looks at the camera all semi-pissed <laughs> and the little, there's a little uh, like caption on the bottom. It goes, not Antonio Banderas. <laughs> I just want to meet him so I could say that to him, honestly, because <laughs> it's seriously fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So yesterday we were watching Sicario, which is a super serious movie. <laughs> Almost every time he would enter the scene, one of us would say, Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Yeah, we're fucked up. Anyway. But anyway, so if you have a chance, uh, January 2nd, I'm hoping to God I'm able to do this. I want to go down and go be one of the last people to ride the ride just once because the last two times I've been to Disneyland, I wasn't able to go on it. Or three times I've been to Disneyland. So, and I really love the Tower of Terror. I like the um, I like the uh, theming of it. You know, I'm not a big Tower, uh, Twilight Zone fan because I didn't watch a lot of it, but the ones I did watch, you know, stayed with me. I mean, they're they're awesome. And that ride has a lot of Easter eggs in it. But they're not going to change the ride. The ride's the same. Right. They're just changing the theme. So right. that, I'm not really upset about it. I've been to the one at Disney World, and the Disney World is awesome. The one Because you get to go, the, the car that you're in moves and everything like that through a fourth dimension. And it's it's just a better ride at it's Disney. It's cooler. Yeah. At Disney World, and they're not changing the one at Disney World. Yeah, and this ride's not changing either. It's just changing the theme. That's right. all it is. And it doesn't bother me at all because of that. So I imagine you are one of the few people it doesn't bother I am, because everybody, Disney people get their panties in a bunch. Okay. <laughs> I I was like that. I, I was and I still am like that in certain instances. Like I hated it when they changed Pirates of the Caribbean and they chased them that they were chasing the women chasing the women with food. You know, that pissed me off. And then they changed it to something else that they that they're 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 chasing the guys or something like that. I just fucking hated that so bad and i remember when i when they changed it like in the 90s like 98 when they did to make it politically correct like my aunt from utah sent me a clipping from the salt lake tribune to me in california because she knew how much i didn't i didn't like that (laughs) she's like look what they're doing and i'm like fuck you as a kid you imagine like a 15 year old me i'm like why are they doing this to me i was that young when i was like that angry that's how disney dedicated i was (sighs) god but Damn. when we went to, um, we went on the Pirates in Paris. Oh, 
They're the, changing that, though. The men were still chasing the women. Yep, they were. And it was awesome. And there were no plates in their hand. They were just lusting after that booty. Why not, man? If you're a pirate, <laughs> if you're a pirate, you want that ass. <laughs> and you don't don't want no Jack Sparrow interfering with it. It's another thing I'm angry yeah, about. Yeah, no. Yeah, 15 Jack Sparrows. It's like they... He's everywhere. <laughs> I'm sorry, exactly. honey. It's not your Disneyland anymore. It's not. And they have to you appeal know to someone else. I'm happy. I'm still happy. Every time I go there, even though I like walk 13 to 18 miles a day whenever I'm there, I have the best time ever. I'm always happy when I'm there. I could be standing in line for, I like to think I stand, stood in line for uh, Space Mountain last time for 70 minutes. And I was happy the whole fucking time. Yeah. For a two minute ride. 70 minutes. Yeah. It's your thing. Yeah, it's my jam. It's my fandom. That and unboxing videos. I'm taking it back. Taking it back. <laughs> unboxing videos in Disneyland. That's all I got. All right. And my marriage to you. That's not in the back burner. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I think we're decided to call it a night. Yeah. Yeah, we probably should have called it a night 20, 30 minutes ago. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> On behalf of the Mr. and Mrs. Podcast, I am Mr. Max. I'm Mrs. Lacey. And you know what? It's been great talking to you guys. We're going to keep this up. All right. Next episode. Episode 30. Episode 30. 30, 30. We got to make a big one. All right. Or, I don't know, semi-big. Probably not. It's a chubby. <laughs> It'll be a chubby. It'll be a chubby episode. Well, peace out, bitches. And sayonara. Bidadoo. Bidadoo. How do I turn this thing off again? Oh, there you go. They don't love you like I love you. Slow down, they don't love you like I love you. Back up, they don't love you like I love you. Step down, they don't love you like I love you. Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Oh, love, they don't love you like I love you. Oh, down, they don't love you like I love you. Something don't feel right because it ain't right, especially coming up after midnight. I smell your secrets, and I'm not too perfect To ever feel this worthless How did it come down to this Scrolling through your call list I don't wanna lose my pride, but I'ma fuck me up a bitch Know that I kept it sexy, and know I kept it fun There's something that I'm missing, maybe my head for one What's worst? Looking jealous or crazy, jealous or crazy Or like being walked all over lately, walked all over lately I'd rather be crazy they don't love you like I love you Slow down, they don't love you like I love you Back up, they don't love you like I love you Step down, they don't love you like I love you Can't you see there's no other man above you What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you Hold up, they don't love you like I love you Slow down, they don't love you like I love you Let's imagine for a moment that you never made a name For yourself, a master wealth, they had you labeled as a king Never made it out the cage, still out there moving in them streets Never had the baddest woman in the game up in your sheets Would they be down to ride now? They used to hide from you, lie to you But y'all know we were made for each other So I find you and hold you down Missing say Hold up, they don't love you like I love you Slow down, they don't love you like I love you Back up, they don't love you like I love you Step down, they don't love you like I love you 
And in the car, like, make that wood, like, make that wood Holly like a boulevard What's worse, looking jealous or crazy Jealous and crazy Or like, being walked all over lately Walked all over lately I'd rather be crazy Hold up, they don't love you like I love you Slow down, they don't love you like I love you Back up, they don't love you like I love you Step down, they don't love you like I love you Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. Oh, love, they don't love you like I love you. Oh, don't, they don't love you like I love you. Oh. 